Good afternoon. I'm Lucas from Salesian Sports Broadcasting, and today I'm followed by Sean, Joshua, and you have the honest Ramon Reed, Stephen A. Smith, <laughs> the noble, like the noblest man in all of Salesian um, as of right now, currently. Our president, Ramon. And um, we all know how uh, we're going to get things started on these podcasts with the New York teams. And I'm sorry to Brooklyn. I, I'm just not in the mood to feel the joy of winning right now. I want to feel the joy of really taking an examination on what I like to call a poverty franchise. Now, That's obviously Brooklyn. Brooklyn would be more poverty, but I don't really care about Brooklyn, you know? And you they see? have Macau Bridges. I, I, I don't have a problem with Macau Bridges. I have a problem with R.J. Barrett. Oh, what's your frustration? What's your frustration? (laughs) My frustration? No, it's not my frustration. It's your frustration. It's It's your frustration. It's my frustration. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, so look, look, Cleveland game one, we all know. um, A lot of these guys, first playoff game. Yeah. Okay, Darius Garland. Okay. Evan Mobley. Okay. Jared Allen. Okay. A lot of them is their first playoff game. That sounds like a dare issue. Um, So... Yeah, the Knicks squeak past. Squeak. We are up they the whole entire past. game. Did you watch that game? Were you watching the game blindfolded? Like what? Uh, they just barely squeak past Cleveland. the Cavs in Game One at home when Darius Garland had probably one of his worst games he's had in over two months because he was just not the Darius Garland we know. Same thing with Mobley. He was too scared. He's a little bit nervous. We all get it. He's a baby. First game woes. Second game when they're all poised. And they're all relaxed. Ah, uh, see. The Knicks were... Dude, the Knicks had the second largest deficit in the playoffs as of right now. Yeah, second and largest. Yeah, because the team with the largest is down by 30 to the best team in the league. I mean, the best player... The quote-unquote best player in the world didn't play. So, can't really say best you, team in the league. What are you talking... Giannis did not play that game. No. The Bucks were just a no, great no, 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 team. No. I'm talking about Atlanta. They were down 30 at half. Dude, Boston scored 77 in two quarters. That is true. They that were down true. 30. The second largest deficit was 25 by the Knicks going into I'll tell you. What, what, what about, about the, the game? I watched the game 25 points. He was down. I did not watch the Heat game. You did not watch the Heat Anyways, what I want to say is I look at this as a stats perspective and an analytics perspective, and I see the same thing I see when it comes to Philly versus Brooklyn. The Knicks are outmatched in literally every single category. The, the Cavs the, um, the Cavs are the number one defense in the league. They're going to out-rebound. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley are going to out-rebound Mitchell Robinson and Julius Randle. Just like they, like they just are. They're, they're one of the league's most elite rebounders. You have Donovan Mitchell, that star power with him and Darius Garland. The Knicks can't compete. Let's keep it real. The Knicks, the Knicks were very poised game one. And because you had experience... In Jalen Brunson, and you had a really good game from Julius Randle. Damn. He was efficient that game. He was really efficient that game, but Julius Randle's not an efficient scorer. He's not like that. He's he's not consistent. We saw that in game two. They were down 25. The Knicks didn't stand a chance. Cleveland in five. And uh, Donovan Mitchell's a star. You want to bring up MSG, MSG, this MSG? Yeah, I'll give you that. The Knicks are a top three most popular fan base in the NBA. I'll give you that. But historically, the Knicks lose at home. <laughs> historically, they do. New York teams as a whole choke at home in the playoff. And you don't think Donovan Mitchell wants to step in that building and give you a nice 40-piece to shut you guys up? 
saying you should have played in New York, he's going to show you that he loves playing in Madison Square Garden for the wrong reasons. That's, That's all I got to say. Well, That's well, well, look, what I will say is this. Okay, the New York Knicks, in my opinion, they're not going to surprise me this season. Lakers fan. <laughs> because I know exactly what to expect. Okay? okay. The Knicks, they're going to choke. Like they always choke every single year. Choking. Okay. Let me listen. Let's break down game one. Break they down barely, game one. They barely. We were up the whole game. What you are you talking bar- about? Okay. And what happened in the fourth quarter? Y'all got outscored in the we, fourth quarter. But we a win is a window. A win is sure, a win. A win. You're right. A also, win is a win. Also, but, let's get let's get back on Lucas. Lucas, are you blind? Because Randall was just came back from injury. He had a great. He had a great fourth quarter, fourth half. Great game uh, with no, 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 no. I said fourth half of game okay, one. But game, game listen, one. listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. In game two, they lost by 17, and all five of their starters were in the were in the negative. All, all of us, all five of them, all five bad. of them. Everyone was double. How do you explain that? Uh, let me explain. The team played honestly bad. The, um, there's a lot of outmatched. There's a lot. There's a lot of turnovers that happen between because they're outmatched. They're I was watching. They're I was, playing the number one defense in the league. They're gonna force turnovers. I was watching the game. Emmanuel quickly got me angry. He has been so bad this series. It just got me angry. And quickly, I don't know. There's this play that happened in a game too, where quickly he's getting um. He's getting guarded. He's not. He's getting. He can't even get. He can't even get past him. He's getting locked down. Look. He passes the ball to Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson does not dribble for the life of him. Let's not. Let's not lie. He's on the. Um. He's on the three point line. He's not gonna. He's not gonna take a shot. Look. We know he gets back the ball. He does and, and does one of those stupidest air passes. He he does an air pass that he knows they end up block, taking Look. the steal. Easy easy two points made. Then Barrett Look. another unofficial game. I'm disappointed of him. Look, Brunson had another trash game. Uh, no, it wasn't even another trash game. Game one, it was all him. It was all him. He was making those clutch buckets that keep us in game one. I'm sorry, oh. with, with nine points, you call that a good game? I said in game one. Game two, game two, yeah, game bad one, game. Nine points is not good. Nine points because he was in foul trouble in the half. What are you talking about? And, foul. This, and this proves my point. Like Jalen Brunson is not going to take you guys. Jalen Brunson's taking us to the second round. It's Knicks in five. Listen, you are delusional if you don't believe okay. that. Okay. I don't You're delusional now, if you believe it. Now, you see, I'm going to counter that. Okay. And with them actual facts, and I'm getting ready to shut down okay. this whole debate of okay. and this, this entire fantasy of the my New fantasy? York Knicks advancing to the second round. First of all, let's understand something really quickly. The Cleveland Cavaliers, these brothers can play. Okay. Okay? You got a guy in Jared Allen who's not afraid to do the defensive dirty work in the paint. A guy who can rebound, you out-rebound, you're big, man. You mean you got the, a guy. You mean the menace Jared don't Allen? Don't forget, you got a guy named Evan Mosley who, by the way, was a candidate for defensive player Top of the year. Three, who, yeah. by the way, locked down your New York Knicks, okay, and that held you guys to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what is this, what is this? He held you guys to, I believe, below 20% from the three-point line, wow. okay? The he team, the team about- is a known... The team is known for not being good at the three. We okay, were the twenty-seven in the league that's true. in the three-point. Yeah, and you're right. But who's going to stop Donovan Mitchell when Donovan Mitchell wants to go in Madison? When Donovan, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, when Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell wants to cook, Jalen Brunson could. Yes, Jalen Brunson. That happened in game one. Them two were trading uh, buckets. Yes, Jalen Brunson. You is it? Are we talking about the same Jalen Brunson that had nine points? 
Is that the Jalen Brown? We're talking about Donovan. Donovan Mitchell dropped 38 points in the first game. Look at the stat line. Look at the stat line now. He dropped 28 points. He was big for for game one in the second half. Everyone knows that. Everyone was parading Randall. Oh, he comes back from injury. Had 20 points on 20 shots. It was was mainly me and my uncle was watching the game. We were singing, look at Brunson. He was inspirational, keeping us... Keeping our head up and Josh Hart. Josh Hart is low key. Nope. Greatest pick. One of the greatest pickups of the trade deadline. Nope. I said one of them. First of all, first of all, I, I feel like people underestimate me the Cavs so much because you don't only have Donovan Mitchell. You got a guy named Darius Garland and, and you got Karis Levert. I respect the Cavs because not. of their young core. The Cavs are built so much more better than the Knicks. I know the Cavs. On the defensive are- end, and uh, the Knicks can go out. There. Let me tell you something right now. First of all, nothing yes. about the Knicks. The Cavs held the Knicks to below 100 points. They held the Knicks to 90 points. That's good defense. When you can do that in today's NBA, that's considered good defense because you did. If you hold your team, your opponent, yeah. to below 100 points, you did your job on the defensive end. Given the fact that now nowadays you got guys that can pull up from 25 feet and shoot threes, mm-hmm. you did your job. Now let let's put it like this: Madison Square Garden. Let, let's think about the history of Madison Square Garden yeah. historically. Mm. Superstars come into Madison Square Garden mm. yeah. And they shoot the lights out <laughs> When you look back on LeBron James I'm just giving a, a, a prime example LeBron James shoots the lights out in Madison Square Garden Damian Lillard shoots the lights out in Madison Square Garden mm. Kevin Durant shoots the lights out in Madison Square Garden Don't even get me started on Steph Curry So my expectation is Think Square about Garden. it like this I'm going to think about it like this from a basketball point of view Donovan Mitchell is getting ready to go back home To a team that didn't want him Right, in a in a court in which he actually wanted to play, but he didn't get the chance to play. Do you know how he's going to take that personal? Do you know how he's going to take that personal? <laughs> he's not going to take it. You he's realize? Not gonna ta- really? He's not going to take it personal. Really? He's not going to oh, take wow. it personal because we should have had Donovan Mitchell. We didn't get <laughs> you Donovan Mitchell. Play for your poverty. He team. got traded. He got traded because Danny Ainge is still <laughs> salty. He is a salty old. Guy from the back then, he's he, he's playing with plumbers and firemen. That's right. I don't th- I don't want to listen to anyone. And guess what? Donovan Mitchell is about to come into Madison. Donovan Square Mitchell is about to come into Madison. Show Garden. you guys exactly why you dropped the ball on we, not getting him. We should rolling not. up in Madison Square Garden with those young guys, and he's about to drop some points on you. He's gonna make. Let me tell. You, he's about to make. Uh, uh, what's his name? Julius Randle. Okay, look like a G League player. Okay, you he was coming me? out of injury, so you don't want to talk uh, about uh, that. Oh, uh, oh, uh, 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 he was injured he, for two weeks prior to the playoffs. If he's on the court, that means he's not injured. Okay, if so you're you if you're well injury. enough to be on the court, I don't want to hear about your injury. Okay, if you're on the court, you can play basketball. Okay, you if you're basketball. not, keep you behind on the bench. Trey Young shot a th- no. It was no. It was Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero shot a three while his hand was broken. Okay. Anyone can play. He got taken out. Uh, he got taken out a minute later. So that's that is anyone can play. Not anyone can play basketball. There's different types of basketball. There's elite basketball, D1, I don't NBA. See the Knicks playing elite basketball. Though. The Knicks is playing. The Knicks. The Knicks we won. I remember when I was told Jalen Brunson was in a top ten point guard. He <laughs> yes, still he not is not a top ten point guard. Jalen Brunson is a top ten point guard. We won. Supposed to win game one, and we did win game one. We're gonna come back in game three in the Garden and smoke the Cavs because we not losing. We're not losing game three. This series is gonna be Knicks in five. Trust and believe. Lucas, can I respond team, to this? You're first not going to respond to this because you're first wrong. All, first of all, <laughs> incorrectly first wrong all, already. I'm sorry, my brother Josh. That is, has to be the most blasphemous. The most I think blasphemous, I, really. J- J- Jalen Brunson is a top. 
10 points. What the oh heck? What gosh. has Jalen Brunson do to, uh, done to prove that he's a top 10 Look point at his guard? stats. Look he's at his one. stats. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, excuse me. He was legit he, the second. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Excuse me. I'm sorry. He, he's playing good for a, a, for a season. That makes him a top 10 point guard. I'm of sorry. this last, season. Last time, last time I checked, he was there doing laundry for Luka Doncic in the Mavericks. Excuse me. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. oh, 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 oh. You want to talk about that? It's, you know why Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert broke up? Because Jalen Brunson broke them up. He's the reason why that team is that team is still not together. He's the reason why Dallas. He's one of the main reasons why Dallas went to the conference finals that year. Yeah. That's why. Look at Dallas now. Without JP, are they in the playoffs? No. They were tanking. They were not taking. Yes, they were. They could have been in a playoff spot if they got that one win. But they're afraid. They're afraid. They don't want to see us. I always remember. I was getting clowned. They didn't want to. They didn't want to give us a free pick because the Brasinga trade. They didn't oh, want to see us. What the what? 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 We, J- listen, we own their pick okay, this okay. year. Okay, listen. I'm gonna do this right. I'm gonna do this right now. Yes. I love Jalen Brunson. I think that no, I think, you don't. You no, 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 He's a really good player, and I think he's a really he was a great acu- acquisition for the Knicks. However, I'm not gonna sit up here and blindly say that he's a top ten point guard. I can't sit here. Of this it. season? No. No. Of no. this season? No. Okay, okay, okay. No. You're delusional. You are delusional. Can, ten better point guards than him right now. My, are we doing this right you now? Want to do this right now? This season, yes. Curry. Okay. Luca. Okay. Dame. Okay. Ja. Yep. Okay. SGA. Yep. Okay. Aaron Fox. Okay. Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. Okay. Drew James Holiday. Mm-hmm. Do not put Drew Holiday on that list, bro. Drew Holiday what? is better. Drew bro. Holiday is one of the best second options in the NBA. What are you talking about? Uh, Him and Giannis and Sakupo are, are like are like bread and and, and, and butter. What do you like? Okay. You have Darius Garland. That's nine. Uh, James Harden. Love oh, he dropped thirty. Boy. He dropped thirty-two on you, by the way, in game two. Just, just thought I should put that out there. Darius Garland, the guy who you said, by the way, <laughs> is not better than. If you say Darius Garland's better than, um, what is it called, JB? You are bugging right now, bro. JB is way better than J. JB is way better than Darius Garland. I don't know. Like I'm screaming into the mic right now. I just need to relax because the the takes you guys are talking to me like you guys are delusional. That's how you know you watch the game of basketball blindfolded. I don't know what you be doing. You could be doing something else. You could be watching the wrong sport, actually, because I don't know when Darius Garland's Darius Garland was only better than Jalen Brunson this season. Never. Yes. Yes. Never. Yes. yes. This season. Last season. There's a case. Last season, Jalen Brunson didn't become him. Jalen Brunson's becoming. Jalen Brunson's getting better and better every every season. You can look in the stats. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie or Kyrie is a shooting guard. Kyrie is a shooting guard. Look at Fred Van V and Loki. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'll go as far to say I'd rather have Jordan Poole as my starting. You just said Mr. Jordan Poole. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay, he's shouting. Okay, he's shouting. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna listen to him, bro. So let's talk about the next series that I dropped more points than Jalen Brunson. I want to talk about the Lakers and their series against Memphis. Well, I I confidently believe Lakers is gonna win the series, but there's a lot of players that after the last game. Yes, Anthony Davis got schooled by a random name. No, no disrespect to Xavier Tillman, but like you are a backup big. I don't expect you to drop 21 points in the in the playoffs. Like I'm not even gonna lie, 
Uh, Anthony Davis, you played so bad. Not on the defensive end, but offense. You couldn't deliver on offense. That's what the Lakers needed you for. Rui Hachimura and LeBron James were the only two players that actually did what they supposed to do. And Rui, people thought he was a one-hit wonder. But now, Rui, now when people see Rui, they're going to look at him different. He has been playing great this playoff series. Look, I mean... Look, the Lakers win game one. They lost game two bad. Now they're going back home for two games. How do you how do you expect the Lakers to lose? I mean, the Lakers, yeah, they played a bit. They played a bad game two. Game three, they have to step it up. Anthony Davis needs to play offensively and defensively. If you don't have a defensive Anthony Davis these from the past years, you you can't win a game. Anthony Davis needs to be on that court, not the whole time. I mean, it's just you have to take him out. And a lot of the coaches you have role players. Here's, look, here's my main so concern with the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, is I watched the playing game. Yeah, for the first time in my life. Okay, and I saw the Lakers and the Wolves, and what I saw was a dying LeBron James on the court. A dying LeBron. He was dying. Anthony Davis, quite literally, almost ruined the Lakers' playoff chances by fouling him. Not because he allowed the game to go to overtime, but because if LeBron had to put any more energy into scoring points in the overtime quarter, he he would have gotten injured. I see LeBron in game one, he was dying in quarter four. LeBron had to thank God Austin Reeves' matchup was Dylan Brooks. He had to thank God he had the hot hand that day. Because what happened in game two when he did it? Look, the late, the late, the he he gave you 30, but he was pan- he's dying. LeBron James is dying on the court. Anthony Davis should not be compared to the elite centers, such as um, Joel Embiid or Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's not at their level yet. Anthony Davis, when he's we compare to Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is a super... Okay, let's we are not forgetting how he shot 19% from three last season. Let, We're not forgetting. Let me, Anthony let me, Davis is not a super... Let me attack this. Let me attack this. We all know that I love and respect the game of LeBron James. I mean, he's been in the league for 20 years. He's been dominating for 20 years. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers are, you know, are, they're, they're a franchise that have helped basket, build basketball in the NBA. Mm. However, what I will say is this, that last night's game was a big disappointment to me. I thought last night was a game in which the Lakers should have went in there and won and made a statement. They didn't have John Morant. They don't have Brandon Clarkson. They don't have Steven Adams. What what I will say is this. Anthony Davis, this is a reoccurring issue for me with Anthony Davis. He's such a talented player. And I'm so used to hearing people say he has the talent and he has the potential to be such an amazing basketball player. However, my guy, you have to be aggressive. You have to go into a game and want to win. You gotta be hungry. No one fears Anthony Davis. I mean, you had a guy, a backup center named Tilden. Literally go in there and say, you know what? I want you. I want your matchup. And I'm going to score on you every single time. I'm going to get the possession on you. I'm going to back you up in the post. And I'm going to score on you. I mean, it was embarrassing to watch that game last night. Look, not only Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, obviously. I mean, it's his first playoff series. I don't expect him to drop 30. He had a first good game. This game, he was he was really quiet. He was in the positive, though, for his plus minus. D'Angelo Russell had a horrible game. He didn't shoot well from the field. He didn't shoot well from the three. Dennis Schroeder had a bad game. Uh, the only two people, in my opinion, who actually, who I actually thought really had a, well, good game is LeBron James and Hachimura. 
What I will say, and what I will say is this. I don't want to sound critical in this sense because I don't like calling for this. But I really do think the Lakers should consider firing Darvin Ham. Because last night, the coaching was disgusting. It was. It was. Let me tell you something right now. The rotations that I witnessed last night was disgusting. And you could even see it on LeBron James's face that he was just so pissed with the rotate. I mean, in the first half, I have to say, I have to say this because this was the funniest thing I've ever seen. They had a rotation with Troy Brown, Malik Beasley, and LeBron James playing the five. They could have had Mo Bamba playing. And the thing that upsets me so much is because they were getting outscored so badly in the paint, and even after that. Darvin Ham didn't make a necessary substitution. He kept them in the game. Another thing. Vanderbilt, the guy who they traded for, who, by the way, plays excellent defense, they kept Vanderbilt on the bench, and they let Troy Brown just run cardio I just, on the court. I think Troy so, Brown needs to be subbed in by look, someone. In my opinion, money. here's my thing. Here's my thing. The Lakers don't have a set playoff rotation, and that is what scares me. I know, look, I'm not going to read too much into this because it's one game. I get that. But at the same time, it scares me because Darvin Ham, I think, is very incompetent when it comes to coaching. You got a guy like Mo Bamba sitting on your bench. He's playing for me in this playoff series. He's playing for me. I don't, I, I don't care what you say. He's playing for me in this playoff series because I'm putting Mo Bamba at the four, putting LeBron James at my point guard position, initiating the offense, and then I'm putting Anthony Davis at the five. That's how I'm going to play a playoff basketball. So, look, game three is going back to Los Angeles. I do expect the Lakers to play with a little bit more vigor into them. I play. I expect LeBron James to come out really aggressive, considering the fact that Dylan Brooks sat up there and called the brother old. I mean, that was just that. I mean, come on, that that was just disrespectful. So, you know, we'll just have to see what happens in game three. The Lakers got to come out with more energy. They got to get back in transition. I mean, their their interior defense has to be... You have to be committed on defense. And most importantly, you have to get your rebounds. And you got to stop the stupid turnovers. They were careless with the basketball. I mean, I was watching an inbound pass with D'Angelo Russell last night. And D'Angelo Russell was... He was he was controlling the inbound pass. And he had threw it right into Luke Kennard. And Luke Kennard had hit a three right there. Like, things like that will cost you a game. And potentially cost you a series. So... I expect the Lakers to win in Game Three, but they gotta get they, get they gotta get together, man. And it starts with Anthony Davis. Can't be careless. Careless <clears throat> errors lead to so lead. you know we want to talk about mm, the greatness of LeBron James, and it is in games like this where the other team doesn't have their star player. You gotta show really how great you are to me. Are you really gonna put the blame on LeBron? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me talk real quick. Okay, he got his thirty. He also had the worst plus minus in the Los Angeles Lakers with a minus 17. He also shot one from eight from three point line. Yeah. Empty 30 points. Those 30 points meant nothing. He could have gave you 25 and they still would have lost. He could have gave you 50, still would have lost. His plus, he had the worst plus minus on the whole team. Here's another thing, too. I agree with Ramon. The Lakers, they have great pieces, they don't know how to use their pieces. They do not know how to use their personnel. Number one, because they don't have enough time to play with each other. Number two, a lot of these pieces are young, and some of those players don't even know themselves. Mo Bamba hasn't broke out. He hasn't developed into a great player yet. Austin Reeves, neither has he either. D'Lo, he's had his time. You look at Vanderbilt. He's still developing into 
he's still developing. Like a lot of these guys are still in their development processes where they do not know the type of player they are, and they're and, and like now they're in a playoff environment where you have to say you do this, you do that, you do that. It's very easy to say yes, I can do it, and then execute. Another thing I like is now I've never been a fan of the Memphis coach. I don't know who he is to this day. I don't want to know who he is. Taylor Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, I have never been a fan of the Memphis coach, but I will say he he is doing, you know, and he took a page out of Ty Lue's book and Monty's book and Steve Kerr's book where he is just taking the worst defender, running a five out, and putting him on an island. Yeah. I will say, as much as you need Austin Reeves and D'Lo on the court, you can't have him on the court in the fourth quarter. Nope. D'Lo had five fouls. He has no defense whatsoever. Don't get me started with Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves is a cone. He's an actual cone. So here's the thing. And then, on top of that, you can bring... Bro, and then and then on top of that, if you can pass it into LeBron James, he's gassed. You can run right by. And they're going to have Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis constantly plays help. You're going to have the paint open. You're going to have corner... Um, um, right, you're going to have corner shooters wide open. The Grizzlies, I still have them losing this series only because... You know, you, you don't like you don't have the firepower of AD and LeBron. John Morant, in my opinion, he's not like he's just not he's not a game changing player. He's really gonna win you a series, but I will. So I'll give the edge on the Lakers, and because it's damn near impossible to beat the Lakers historically at home in the playoffs, so up three one, all it really takes is another game, and you're in, right, and you're in round two. I will give that, but. What we do see is terrible coaching, people not knowing their pieces, and ultimately that's going to lead to them not succeeding. A lot of the Kings' success, yeah, it has been the Warriors has helped them out succeed because how careless they were with the ball with turnovers and they're not shooting the ball well. But a lot of it is those Kings players, they know their pieces. Malik Monk knows what he has to do. Uh, Jordan Lyles knows what he has to do. DeMontis, they all know their role. De'Aaron Fox all know their role. I mean, so like you want to talk about playoff success... That was the Celtics' main problem last year, which was experience because none of them knew how to handle playing different roles throughout different series. So, you know, you want to learn. Look, everyone wants to see, Look, a lot of people on the outside see Mo Bamba and they say, you got to play him, you got to play him, you got to play him. There's a reason why he's not playing him. Maybe it is because of straight, you know, idiotness, or maybe it is a different reason because other than that, you know, like, there's a reason why coaches don't play certain guys. They say because he can't play somewhat defense. Like, if you have him with Vanderbilt and um and AD, the shot blocking on the team would, low key, like, they would get more blocks if you think about yeah, it. But the thing is, you can't and say like he can more at least... blocks. You can't say more blocks on a perimeter team, though. Well, here's my, here's my problem with that. They drive a lot. I, I remember during the regular season, uh, there was a game in which Mo Bamba did play. And Mo Bamba... I believe was at the four and AD was at the five. They played exceptionally well that game defensively, and at the perimeter they were because it 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 was easier for Jared Vanderbilt because Jared Vanderbilt didn't have to worry about being that interior guy. Jared Vanderbilt was able to stay on the perimeter and chase the offensive player around different possessions. So when I look at this this Lakers series, I mean it, it's gonna it's gonna come to the coaching. I mean I watched the playing game. And I even told myself, I said, Darvin Ham did an excellent job because he was making the necessary substitutions. I, I, I believe it was D'Angelo Russell. He didn't play very well in that game. He sat D'Angelo Russell down and he put Dennis Schroeder on and Dennis Schroeder performed really well. But 
We have guys on this team, in my opinion, who have proven that they could sit on the bench and come in and give you productive minutes. Lonnie Walker is a guy that I've been watching on the bench. And I'm not saying that Lonnie Walker is a star. But Lonnie Walker is a guy that can come in and give you productive minutes. This team is filled with scrubs. I, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I just gotta, you cannot no, say. I, I mean, this no, team but, is filled with a bunch of Dennis. No. Dude, you're going to rely on Dennis but, but, Schroeder, no, but here's the thing, no, Walker, but, but here's the thing, Bamba, but here's and the Austin Reeves to thing. win you a playoff but here's, series. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. What I will say about Dennis Schroeder. Okay, I, I get. No, hang on now. I am. I, I am not a 100% fan of Dennis Schroeder. Don't get me wrong, because there's some times in which I want to go through my television screen and punch the little German guy in his face, okay? Sometimes I can't stand him, because sometimes the turnovers that he gets, sometimes I'm watching him attack the basket, and he's shooting the ball in the air, and it's just missing It's just missing everything. What I will say is this. In games in which he is productive, I've noticed one thing. His ability to push the pace. His speed is something, in my opinion, that isn't talked about as much. I've seen multiple plays throughout the season in which the Lakers are the Lakers are up three. And let's say they're 10 seconds up on the shot clock. And they'll give the ball to Dennis Schroeder, and Dennis Schroeder will run out at least five seconds of the shot clock. That's smart basketball, not by the coach, because the coach is an idiot, but by him. Dennis Schroeder, in my opinion, has the ability to be a not a great player, but a good backup point guard. However... You cannot overplay him. And that's what scares me because Darvin Ham likes to overplay him. And when you overplay Dennis Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder thinks that he is the, the, the Kyrie Irving of basketball. And then he starts to make stupid plays. So they have to know how to manage their minutes between D'Angelo Russell and Dennis Schroeder. Because when D'Angelo Russell isn't performing, you're going to have to make that decision of, okay, am I going to put, who am I going to put into filling that spot? In my opinion... When you, you were talking about LeBron's plus-minus, I think a big thing about that plus-minus was the fact that he had three assists. I mean, nobody could shoot last night. Nobody could score. I mean, it was pathetic. D'Angelo Russell was missing wide-open threes, and he was getting good looks. Okay, another guy, Malik Beasley? Malik, where are you, bro? He's trash. Where, where are you? Because he's trash. No, I'll say game two. Game, game he two? actually had an okay game. He three. had an okay, okay game. This is the playoffs, bro. What are you gonna do when you're going against the Suns? You gonna have no, an okay did, game? No, he didn't have. He didn't have enough minutes to play. My guy, he yeah. had since he's That's been a Laker. Problem. He's had two games in the regular season where I where I've been able to sit back and say, yeah, he's that guy. Ever since the Pelicans game. I've been wondering, where's Malik Beasley? He cannot shoot open threes. He leaves us vulnerable on the defensive end because he takes shots. And then guess what? The other team gets the rebound. We can't get back in transition. And they go back and they score. So, listen. I feel like he needs to be playing with uh, LeBron James and AD but more the, on the court together. But, okay, they, that... I'm just like, this is not It, it allows him to have more open looks. Okay, that and I I'm get. the but, only one who's fathomed that... Uh, a historic a team with 17 championships is relying on guys like Malik Beasley. Like, come on, he sucks. But like, I don't he's think terrible. But here's the thing: I don't think they're necessarily relying on him. I think they just they need them to show up when it's time. Because think about it, LeBron. We know LeBron James is getting older. That's something that we can't avoid, and we know that there are going to be games in which you look at him and you're going to know he's gassed. You know it because even last night there was a. There, I think there was. I forgot what quarter it was. Like, he threw his hand up, and he looked at Coach Ham, and he said, hey, I need a sub. I need a sub in. So, like, LeBron James is getting older in that respect, and we need to understand that. However, 
I think we also need to acknowledge the fact that when LeBron James is on the court, you're going to get open shots because they're going to double team and triple team LeBron James. He's going to get the ball to you. But if you're on the court and LeBron James is passing the ball and you got a wide open look and you can't knock down a three, that's where my issue lies. That's where it lies. I mean, LeBron, okay, next, this game, LeBron dropped 28 points. It was an aggressive game for him. Like, I'm going to be honest. He came into the first half. He wasn't aggressive. He wasn't aggressive. He had more drives than he did in the first game, but he was not as aggressive. In the second half, you kind of saw him put it on a little bit more, put on that pressure. But he wasn't as aggressive. And I think that's something that not – I think that's, that's not a result of him being older, but I think that's a result of the Memphis Grizzlies defense. Because Memphis was doing a pretty excellent job at times of double and triple teaming him when he had the ball, which forced him to pass the ball to guys like Anthony Davis, who wasn't unfortunately wasn't able to connect his shots in the paint. So, the listen, I I, I have the, the Los Angeles Lakers winning this series maybe in six games. I mean, yeah. I'd like to think that they could do it in five, but I know there's probably going to be a game, another game in which they lose. So I'm going to probably say six. Hopefully not seven games, but Anthony Davis needs to wake up and Anthony Davis needs to get out of Cancun. He needs to stop playing like he is a a, a 6'4 guard and start playing like he's a big man. I mean, come on. You are way too talented to just sit there and shoot jumpers and shoot floaters. Enough of that. And, And the thing that bothers me so much about him is that you do it, you realize you can't make them, and you still take them. Stop. You are such a talented basketball player, okay? LeBron, you see LeBron James back up people in the post all the time and score on them because of his ability to slide through the defenders and get to the basket. I'm watching Anthony Davis take one guy one-on-one and not be able to score him. That's a problem to me. Like, that scares me. And I'm watching Jared Jackson go on the other end of the floor and do that to Anthony Davis and score on him. And then I'm watching Tilden do that. Like, come on, you can't do that. Because this should be an easy matchup. You don't have you don't have Steven Adams. Like, there's no excuse for you not to perform at a high level. LeBron James shouldn't have to score 25 and above or 30 and above in a playoff series against the Grizzlies if you got Anthony Davis. And I think that's the problem. Ever since they traded for AD, there has not been a season in which LeBron James can say, you take the torch. You take the keys to this car. I'm going to sit in the passenger seat. Like, literally, in every single season since they got AD, LeBron James has had to step in and LeBron James has had to save this team because Anthony Davis doesn't show up because Anthony Davis wants to be uh, uh, soft. And it's not even about him being injured. His durability is a question. And I know it upsets LeBron James because a guy like him who takes care of his body to see a guy like Anthony Davis who constantly gets injured and it's not necessarily his fault. Stuff happens, but it's frustrating. It's frustrating. I mean, we say that when he's healthy, he's a, a top 10 player, but... I didn't see that last night, and he wasn't injured. I didn't see it. And I didn't see it in game one either, because he was not aggressive in game one. Jerry Jackson had over 30 points on him. Come on, man. Really? Yeah. Let's let's talk about the Phoenix Suns and how lucky they are to face the Clippers. The Phoenix Suns shouldn't have lost. Game one, it was a close game one. There was a lot of things that happened. Russell Westbrook, the block on Devin Booker. That was a foul. No, it wasn't. Was it's a all ball. It's all ball, and you know it. Oh boy! I, remember, I saw the replay, and I saw book. I saw the look at him complaining. Look at him complaining, bro. I'm like, not complaining. He, you I'm said complaining. You when said, Suns are in the driver's seat, take this series in five. 
your team, both of the teams you're rooting for are looking horrendous. Both the Horre- teams? Yeah, both of the teams you're rooting for are looking horrendous. Okay. All I'm going to because both of my teams are in the driver's seat. Both, one of my teams going to sweep. One of your team is going to sweep. One, your team and is going to do You're going to go, gonna you're gonna go two, one, because Russell Westbrook and um, Kawhi Leonard are not projected to play tonight. So that's the easy exactly, series. bro. And they don't, they don't even have Paul George. That's the easy Nobody's. That's look, an easy look, one for the Suns. Look, look, if the Suns the, don't win this series, here is it's the gonna one be thing, Here is the one thing I want to say about this series between the Suns and the Clippers. The game one, we got to understand who the Suns are as a team. The reason... KD went to the Suns. KD, in some people's eyes, is the greatest scorer of all time. Right? Because of his offense is bad. He broke a record this year. Called He broke the 50-40-90. He yep. created the 55-40-90 He did. Yes, he did. KD is efficient. Yep. You look at Phoenix throughout the past three years. They're one of the most, if not the most, efficient team in the league. You look at the series against the Mavs. The four games they lost, they shot under 50%. Last year, too, look at the Pelicans games. The two games they lost, they shot under 50%. In game one, they shot under 50%. What happens when the Suns at least have 50% shooting? They lost six games when they shoot 50% or more over the past two years. Mm -hmm. They don't lose. That's what makes it seem so scary. And the reason why the Clippers are looking remotely good and remotely competitive to this amazing Sun Squad is because of Tyron Lue. Yeah. His defensive mastermind, his ability to throw bodies yep. and bodies on these people. And these ability to throw body on Chris Paul, on KD, on OJ, to make it challenging on them, to make, to make buckets. And the reason why the Suns are being challenged is because the Clippers probably have one of the deepest benches in the league behind the Boston Celtics. The Suns bench does not have one of the deepest benches. No, I said sad. the Clippers. The Clippers. The Clippers benches. The Clippers. Dude, Bones Highland. They, they have listen. They, they have, have a six man of the year they candidate. Have, they have, they have, they have Bones Highland. Of um, Terrence Mann. Respectfully, they have. Terrence Mann is listen, this, listen, listen. This series, he's really good. Respect, respectfully, they have one of the best benches in the NBA. They have yeah. one they have of one the best behind Boston. They have the second best bench in the NBA. I think Boston behind who? Boston. Okay. Malcolm Boston, like, bro, Derek White. Derek White's insane. Derek, Derek, Derek White, one of my favorite amazing. role players. Derek White's amazing. Dude. Malcolm Brown. I watched Malcolm him Brown in Jason Tatum. They Brown were phenomenal. Brogdon's about to be six men of the year. Well, okay. okay. But then you have Norman Powell who you've turned off the bench. And the reason why Monty is playing these guys 40 minutes, number one, game one. Game one is a momentum game. So mm. they have to play 40 minutes and you're at home. You got to rally the Valley. Quite literally. You got to set the pace with that game one. You lose in game one. Now you're in a must game win too. They're not going to mess around playing... T.J. Warren, Ish Wainwright, or any of those guys. I'm surprised Landry Shamit got 14 minutes. That was 14 minutes less than what he should have had. Damn. They, they, Monty Williams understands the position he needs to be. I don't think for he's this a Suns coach. team. You, can't. you don't, your coaches are Tom Thibodeau and Darvin Head. I don't. Really I'll like take my chance with Monty Williams. Monty Williams. I would take. I would like take my chance with. I feel like the only re, the only coach that's able to overthrow. Dude, I don't think you guys understand what I saw. I, I just think you game two. Tyron Lue, Tyron Lue threw everything he had. They blitzed him at the Sun. They, they blitzed, blitzed KD. Yep. They blitzed Booker. Yep. They played drop coverage. They yep. played switch everything. Yep. They played, dude. They played help in the wing. Yep. Help in the hash. Yep. Everything they could have possibly thrown. Yep. 
and the Sun as a team shot 57%. Yep. And just wait till KD and Chris Paul heat up at the three-point line because they only had 10 threes. They're doing this with 10 threes only. Chris Paul is a no. Chris Paul this season has been, I'm not going to lie, he has been okay. They, they only had 10 threes. You have Tyron Luke. He's losing his mind. He has no idea how to guard this team. Okay. They shot over 57% and he's throwing everything. What, what what I will say about this team, um, I think this is a pretty interesting series. Um, I would have, I would honestly, I would have loved to see uh, a Paul George play in this. I would have loved to see how different Ty Lue's strategy would have been if Paul George would have played in this series yeah. to see how differently they would have guarded Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Booker, yeah. Because I, I think I think Paul George would have probably been on Devin Booker. Yeah, and he would have put more you think pressure. So? On I, he would have definitely been put more pressure on on KD and Devin Booker. Devin Booker, yeah. Here's my thing. This series, I'm, I have mixed emotions about it because part of me wants to say the Suns are going to win, but then part of me says the Clippers are going to win. The thing about the Suns is that you have one of the top three players in the world. You have Kevin Durant. So I can't sit up here and just say, okay, they're going to lose because you got Kevin Durant, anything's possible. You got a young brother in Devin Booker. 40 piece. Devin Booker is, <laughs> is, is, is he, Devin Booker is a really efficient shooter, especially from the field. Um, I've seen him shoot jumpers. I mean, he's he, it's he's, fluid. It's so when fluid. When Booker is on, it, listen, everything is a switch. It is so fluid. Like I've everything never seen such like between him and and Demar Derozan. I don't know who has a better jump shot because they're they're so fluid. But what I will say about the Clippers is this: the thing that scares me about both of these teams are the minutes that these superstars are playing. We already see Kawhi Leonard is out for Game 3 because he sprained his right knee in Game 1, and he played through it in Game 2, and now he's out. He played 40 minutes in Game 1. You can't, you can't have he played like 39 minutes in Game 2. Kevin Durant played 44 minutes. 44 minutes in Game 2. Devin Booker played 45 minutes. I'm not really concerned necessarily about Devin Booker because he's a lot younger. But I'm concerned about KD because I, I don't want to wish him any like illness I, I, or ailment. I hope that he, he'll stay healthy, but it's concerning for me because of his history. He isn't the most durable superstar. So when you're pushing a guy like that for 40 plus minutes and you're going up against a Clippers team that is quite physical on the defensive end, it scares me. It really, it, like, it really scares me because one thing about the Clippers that I have to say they're a very scrappy team because right now they're playing on, on three on three wheels. They don't have Paul George. So they have to find ways to both make up that offense and make up that defense. We got guys coming off the pen like Pumley. I didn't know Pumley got game. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, he was really, like he was Pumley came off the bench and I'm like, no, what not. the actual hell am I watching right now? Like I was surprised to see Pumley play that well. Russell Westbrook. Uh, yeah, what if it, listen? He had a bad game. One only, listen. only he was like three from nineteen from the field. I, he had, look, he was game, good look, defense, look, look, look. but like game two was a real change. But the but he's the, making it challenging on KD. The thing is, they're frustrating KD, and and I see it in KD's eyes in game two, especially in that fourth quarter. He wanted to take shots so badly, but Tyron Lewis just not allowing him. And, to. and and you see, that's the thing that I think Tyron Lue has to do better at. 
you got to get the ball out of KD's hands faster. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot let the Suns' offense set up before you run a play to get the ball out of his hands. As soon as Kevin Durant gets that ball, you better have someone in the half court, not even in the half court, in the in the back court, pulling him up, okay, defending him, putting pressure on him, forcing him to give up that basketball to make it easier for you to possibly get a defensive stop and go to the other end or possibly lead to a Suns' turnover. Look. The only possible way, only possible way the Clippers can win game three without Kawhi Leonard is if Russell Westbrook goes back to his vintage OKC self. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have faith in him to do that. It's possible he could do it, but I don't see it. Like Russell Westbrook, in my opinion, if he... He has to get out of his own head. I mean, damn it, man. I saw it in game one, and I, I looked at it, and I said, this is the Lakers all over again. He has to get out of his own head. You have no many times. How, how many times have, did we see this guy try and shoot jumpers after jumpers after jumpers? He is like, mm. Russell Westbrook, you're not, a, you're not an efficient jump shooter, and it's okay. You're, it's okay. There are a lot of players who aren't efficient from the jump shooting position. LeBron James isn't as efficient from the jump. Like, sure, LeBron James may be shooting above 50%, but that doesn't mean he's efficient. There's some times in which I'm watching him shoot jumpers, and I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on with you? And what does he do? He puts his head down, he gets into the paint, he draws a foul. He bees aggressive. Russell Westbrook has to be aggressive on the offensive end because you don't have Kawhi Leonard there to save you and drop 40. So someone is going to have to scrape up those points against a KD and a, LeBron and a Devin Booker. You got guys like Pumley. You got guys like uh, you got guys like Pumley. You got guys like uh, uh, Norman Powell. You got Eric Gordon. Al- <sighs> Don't get me started on Eric Gordon. Bro. Okay, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. Let me tell you Eric Gordon is having quite literally let, the best series of his life. Let me tell life. you something he about is Aaron Gordon. Horrible. You cannot, and he's making threes. I'm sorry, he from was playing for the 35. Rockets. He has been like that since the Rockets. But no, but no, he but is not six seven three material. I'm gonna He's tell not. you something right now. Aaron Gordon has had that game in him because I remember, I remember. You know why I remember? I remember in 2020 when the Lakers were playing the Rockets in that series. Oh my God! Like Eric, there were Lord have mercy. There were games in which Eric Gordon would just go off from. And, and you know where his sweet spot is? Right there in that corner. He waits right there in that corner. And he waits for you to pass him the basketball. He's hitting and he knocks down that shot. He's hitting it from five feet. But that's but, the but see, the that's why the Clippers got him. The Clippers got him to make open shots. And that's the way this Clipper team is constructed. They have guys who could literally wait on the baseline, okay, and shoot threes. And that's what the Clippers need, believe it or not. Here's my thing. Everybody has to step up. Zubash, in my opinion, has been pretty impressive. I mean, like, Zubash has been a pretty impressive big man. Zubash has to step up even more. Uh, uh, Pumley has to step up more coming off the bench. Norman Powell has to step up more. Terrence Mann has to step up more. Russell Westbrook has to step up more. And I think it's going to be rather difficult for him to step up because Tyron Lue has to be careful and he has to keep that balance of do I play Russell Westbrook if he's shooting 4 for 11? Or do I take him out the game? They don't have Reggie Jackson. Because they don't have Reggie Jackson. And in my opinion, I thought that was that was a horrible... Horrible trade. I don't think they should have because Reggie Jackson was giving them solid minutes when Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were he he carried that Clippers team when they weren't there. And it pissed me off to see the way they treated Reggie Jackson, in I my opinion. St- I still think the Reggie Jackson move was good. Think about it. Bones Highland, he's a great Bones, young, 
I mean, and he's a great young point guard right now. He needs to get paid though, so yeah, he's a young point guard. But trying to understand that the dude, the Clippers are in a win now mode. They only have Ka- uh, uh, Kawhi and PG for one more year. They're and, gone. And, dude, and Kawhi's leaving. Okay, and and might I, might I remind you just just for the people who are listening, Kawhi Leonard. I believe he signed in what twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. summer twenty nineteen. They're gone after this. Or Do they have a championship? No. Okay. Not even the best team in LA. So right now, believe it or not, in my opinion, the pressure is on them to win a championship. LeBron James and AD, you could say we could say whatever we want about the Lakers. They won the. They got it done. They got it done. Whatever you want to say about the bubble, they got it done. That's what matters. Twenty twenty, they got they. Got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George have not won a championship, and they they were Steve Ballmer. I can't stand that man. He put that team together to win a chip, and they're not able to do it. They got Russell Westbrook, right? Because they want to prove a point to the Lakers to say, hey, we could play with him. Really? <laughs> no. I, I think they really? got Russell Westbrook because Paul, Paul George and Russell Westbrook were OKC but, but, friends. But what's he doing for the team? He is he's the, he's actually, I don't, okay. I don't think he's that I'm looking at bad. Westbrook in a different way. He's actually been contributing them. So winning in game one, I will say, oh, okay. full game blown. One. Okay, mm-hmm. if Chris Paul hits the floaters, he hits. Yeah, and yeah. if DeAndre Ayton hits those little three feet little rollings, yeah. Yeah. that game is over. Okay, okay. that game is over because down the stretch in the fourth quarter, we have Russell Westbrook okay. taking six, seven shots in the fourth quarter and missing all of it. Exactly, which is which is exactly why I thought in game one the Suns were going to win. But when I see the pick and roll and I see Chris Paul fade those mid range and it's in and out. And it's missed, and it's in and out, and it's roll out. I'm like, I am losing my mind because, and I'm like, where's KD? Give it to Booker, somebody help. And and then they won. And it went down to a, a final possession, in which Russell Westbrook fouled Devin Booker, it wasn't which foul. who should not have had the ball. ball. It should have gone to KD. I am sorry. This is exactly why you trade away Macau Bridges, Cam Johnson, and a bunch of first round picks. Is for in moments like these, you're down one, or or you need a closer. Instead of giving it to six feet, thirty nine year old Chris Paul, you got one of the greatest scorers of all. You realize, in, in my opinion, the second greatest scorer of all time, in and, Kevin Durant. And you know what? It's funny because honestly, I was a critic of the Suns trade personally because I thought that them giving up Mikael Bridges and them giving up a lot of their bench would hurt them. I, I said it would hurt them. However, a plus side to it is, you're right. You don't have to depend on Chris Paul that much. Game you could two. save Chris Paul. Chris Paul did not play that many minutes in game two, and I thought that was pretty funny. The because thing is, the thing is, I think Monty has already understand the type of players Chris Paul and DeAndre Ian are. Where they're gonna be amazing for a good week or like or or, or for like a whole series, they're gonna yeah. be amazing. And then the next series, they're going to start off good and then shut off when you need the most. Yeah. Which is exactly why if you put all the load on Booker, because the Mavericks' only adjustment from games five to seven is that they blitz Booker every time. Right. Here's my thing. You're going to give it to me. Here's my thing, though. My concern, my concern are for those non-Booker or non-KD moments. Because, sure, KD goes to sit down. Teams are now adjusting to stop Devin Booker. That they know how to do. They know how to stop Devin Booker. If you're a team and you have good bench depth, yeah, that's something that you could prepare for. With KD, you can't stop KD. There ain't no stopping KD. There is no stopping healthy KD. KD. There's no stopping him. You can sl- now. You could slow him down. You could frustrate him. Sure, you can't completely stop him. Trust me. Greater men have tried. You could slow <laughs> him down. But when they're both on the court. That's going to test your coaching decision because then you have 
let me tell you something. You have you can't when KD and Devin Booker are on the floor, you can't miss a defensive assignment. Okay? You you can't leave someone open. You have to focus on them. You have to get the ball out of their hands, force it into the corner, and double team that person and force them to get a turnover, run down the shot clock, because KD is going to take a shot. Booker's gonna try and work his way, okay, into the paint and get a shot, get a jumper. Look, when I'm looking at the Suns, one team that I would say would be a, a fair matchup would be the Lakers. Warriors. Not not even the Warriors, no, but because the not, Warriors can outshoot that team. In but but not but not even that though, because they don't have the defense, and that's the thing that scares me about the Warriors. They don't have the Warriors, a designated. Like, no, they man, don't man. have the physical defense, but the Suns are not a physical team. But but see, that's the thing that scares me. It's like if. Okay, let's say for the sake of argument, the Suns, they beat everybody. They beat the Lakers. They they beat Denver. They beat yeah. the Clippers. Now you got to go what, to the Eastern Conference. What happens if they, when they go to Giannis? Because last time I checked, Giannis <laughs> doesn't give a damn who's in front of him. Giannis <laughs> is running through that damn brick wall. I think if they face, if the Suns face Giannis <clears throat> again, they're winning. Because the, the only reason they who's couldn't, re- if the only reason... They and the only reason the Suns, the Suns, the no, Suns are winning. I, I doubt Hell no. No. no! I think the Suns are winning. Drew, Ooh, the Holiday, Suns are winning. Drew Holiday, dude, Drew Holiday alone. I've seen it time and time again. Take Booker one on one and just eliminate his Listen, game. Let me now tell you, you have KD. Let me tell you but now that you have KD, KD's gonna it No, it does not. It's gonna be my guy. Listen to what. Listen Listen to what we're saying. Listen to what we're saying. The Bucks, not even that. The Bucks are more constructed. Based on depth, they look at all the guys. They you can't even sit here and defend them. Have, they have they, they have Brooke Lopez. They have they have Middleton, Chris Middleton. They have Drew Holiday. They have I Joe, remember I remember when that team Joe Ingles. I remember when that they have Joe Ingles, Ingles don't play defense. Jay Crowder. It's Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. We both Wesley Matthews. Jay Crowder's a Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis. Grayson Allen. Dude, they have Javon Carter has been playing out of his mind. Javon Carter is a. But but it, but here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. You mentioned something when we said what was the player that, that we just mentioned and he he Joe Ingles. You mentioned Joe Ingles. He don't play defense. Okay, but here's the thing. He he's doesn't a, have he to doesn't play. Have play. Have he he doesn't have to play defense because guess, guess what? You give him the ball. Three point. I've seen. Listen, I've seen Joe Ingles stand forward. right there and make three point shot after three point. And I'm standing there. I'm like, what the hell is <laughs> happening right now? Like, they have some great what? Depth. Come on, man. Listen. But I okay. feel like KD can to- take over the game but, with Devin Booker. But you can't. But, they but, don't no, have but, but what we're they saying. They do have that. They do have that. Nah, Monty's just not messing with it. They don't have depth. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, no, no. I will say this right now. I will say this right now. Kawhi, dude. Kawhi does not play. They're up 20, 30 at half. You're going to see how good the Suns depth really is. Listen. They have guys by the name of Terrence Ross. Who is practically a Norman Powell? He said practically. Let's get real. Look, he got. Look, look, he got. Look, look. He is he as good. He is as good. Said or if as not good. even he better. Said than as Norman good. Powell. He, he just well, tried okay. to say even well, better. What I, what I will say is that's TJ the point. Warren, TJ Warren. TJ Warren. I like Josh Okogie. Who's really good this year? Okay. Tony Craig. Yeah. Campaign on the defensive end. People want to say. Yeah, he starts every game. He's overrated. Listen, listen. What I will say. People want to say Bezak Biombo. What about Jock Rondell? He may not be the greatest offensive player, but rebounding wise and IQ wise, Shamit. Well, okay, Shannon what I will no, say, what Shannon, I, I don't like what I, None of the Suns fan base like Shamit. What I, what but. I will say is this: is that Game Three is going to be a test for Ty, Tyron Lue. I don't expect him to win that game, but it's going to be a test, and that game is going to let you see how good their bench is or not. 
because it's going to show who steps up in big moments and who doesn't. And most importantly, this is the kind of game that Russell Westbrook needs to say, all right, time to shut y'all up. I'm a Hall of Famer. Russell Westbrook, it doesn't matter. We also do forget that there are four top 75 players in this series with two of the best head coaches in the Western Conference, or let alone in the league. Yeah, and three top 75 players on one team. You have four, two, two, um, two divided on um, both teams. You have yep. Chris Paul and KD, yep. and then you have Westbrook and Kawhi. Yep. So you have guys who've been around the game mm-hmm. who help, who who can help those younger players develop, and you know guys who's been in the situation. Kawhi Leonard has two Finals MVPs. Yep. So does KD. Yep. Chris Paul and Westbrook hasn't done anything, but they've been around the league. Bro. Yep. They got that experience, and that's what's important. That's why when I look at when I look at the Lakers, let's say a hypothetical between the Lakers and the Suns. That's why this, that theoretical series, like I, I dream about it, I fantasize about it. I, I want to, see, I want to see, I want to see a LeBron James versus a Kevin Durant. I want to see them play again. Oh my God! Could you imagine them going head to head? I need, I need. It. I don't need that. What I need to I need see it. is, I need to see KD versus Curry. Not even, but, but I need to see KD but, go to Curry and be like, "Hey, you needed me." Well, I don't need you. Okay, that, that's good, but at the same time, they gotta get out of the first round, and then, <laughs> and then if the Lakers end up beating the Grizzlies, they gotta get, they gotta get out the second round with the Lakers. Now, oh, the Warriors are gonna beat the Lakers. Re- whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 regular whoa, season, whoa, whoa. regular they season. Get past the Kings. The right Lakers, now. the Lakers are an inconsistent, actually, three-point shooting team. That's true, but but here's my thing. Here's let's my thing. here's my thing games. with that. They are, they are. What type of Eddie Davis taking over a series? Let's, How's that working for? Wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about. Yeah. Let's. He <laughs> had one how's bad that, game. Well, okay. How's that he working had one out? One bad game. How's that? All right. I like how you you you're doing some biased things right now. If we break it, hold on. If we break it down, if we're really gonna break this down. The only thing that scares me about a Lakers and Warriors match is the lack of defense from the Warriors. The Lakers have proven that when they need to, they can play lockup defense and they could go on a run. They have proven that. Same now, thing. they're shooting. So did Boston last year. Right, Boston. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, but the inconsistent shooting from the Lakers, that's something that I'm like, you, you know, it scares me. <laughs> but the defense is something that I can say they can lock down a team like the Warriors. Care. I mean, I don't care how good defensively you are. Curry's still gonna make it. But but Clay is still but gonna think make about it. Curry, but, 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 for a but not, but not only down two zero to the number one but, offensive but no, team in but, the league. Look, if we got if we break it down, think about it. Curry and Clay are both making it, but the reason why they're losing is because in the fourth quarter they're turning over the ball a lot and they're not protecting the paint as much because they're they're letting Sabonis and and Harrison get everything they want. And that's the problem with this team. And you can't trust Draymond. I love Draymond. I love him to death. But you can't trust him in a playoff series because you never know what he's gonna do. And and that's the thing with the Warriors that it's like, and that that it's questionable. Jordan Poole is another factor. Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins are two guys that if they play dominantly, oh, I can sit up here and I can tell you they're gonna beat the Lakers. But so far in the series, they have not shown that. I know Andrew Wiggins is still getting his legs back under him because he was out for an extended period of time. But Jordan Poole doesn't have an excuse. Jordan Poole should be that third option. And right now, he's not being that third option. So if they go against the Lakers, I would say it's it's any man's guess. It would be a fit. That would go to seven games. And I can see that going for and seven. And the only reason why I favor the Warriors is because I'll take Steve Kerr over Darvin Ham. Oh, absolutely. Oh. If, if seven it, points. Look, per look, game look. Career. If it's a if it's a game seven, I'm trusting LeBron James. But if we're going coach for coach, I'm trusting Steve Kerr. 
And I'm just gonna be honest. If listen, let me let me let me let me reiterate that. If it is a game seven, I'm gonna take LeBron James over Steph Curry. Yeah. But if we're doing coaches, I'm taking Steve Kerr. Because Darvin Ham has to prove See, like, that's where I listen, disagree though. This, because I'll take Curry over LeBron. I can't. Simply because I can't Curry can single handedly take over you know, a game. I can't you know do that. how much there's a statistic. You can't there's stop Curry. But here's my thing. Here's my in thing. this current state of play, you can stop LeBron. But no, but you can stop there's Curry because here's my thing. You can aggravate him to the point on the perimeter in which he'll just get turnovers. That's exactly what Sacramento is doing with them. Because think about they're blitzing the heck out of Curry. They're not Darren Fox's defense on Steph Curry has been out of this war. I've never seen Steph Curry get guarded so hard and in a player series. Darren Fox is one of the fastest players in the league. I mean I mean he's not playing for <clears throat> he's questionable, right, for today? Well, he is questionable. Because the Kings are in a position where they can lose a game because it's not Yeah, they, they can lose a game. The Kings, but they don't have to necessarily win. But look, um, look, the Warriors are down 2-0. They're gonna start Curry, Paul. Yeah. They're gonna play their normal players. Yeah. You have to manage without Draymond Green. You have to manage. I think Kavon part of why the Kavon Warriors Green. are yeah. failing. I think Kuminga. part of why the Warriors are failing is because they need to understand how to play certain teams. Last mm. year, last year, not the whole playoffs. You saw it in the Memphis, in the Memphis series, okay. in the Denver series. Mm-hmm. They went small. You had you had Curry, Poole, yeah. Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond on yeah. the same field. Yeah. Your tallest player was Andrew Wiggins. Now, when you played Boston, you needed Kayvon Looney on the court. Yeah, I I don't think you need Kayvon Looney <laughs> against the Kings. Demontis Sabonis is a, basically a perimeter player. Yeah, he 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 yeah. take you in the post if he wants to, but, but that's not his not, game. He's not going to. He do that, yeah. he can shoot threes. I think this game they should bring back to their old. They should bring back Curry. Yeah, start Poole at the two. Yeah, Clay at the three. Only at the four. I mean, I mean, you don't have Draymond, so you're gonna have to go Kayvon Looney or Jermichael Green. However, yeah. you want to see it. Yep. But you gotta play small. Now, when you play those larger teams, yep. those bigger teams, those guys that have rim protecting bigs, then you gotta throw in Kayvon Looney or great rebounding teams. But the Kings are not good rebounding teams either. Demontis is their only real threat, and he and he's not even having great series. Well, I mean, I agree with you. Yes, and they're starting four. They're starting four is Keegan Murray, where Andrew yeah. Wiggins can easily out rebound. I, I agree with you to an extent, but then I think it also comes <clears throat> to protecting the paint because I'm going to give you an example of like the Grizzlies. I hate the team. I hate them with a passion, but everyone hates. They the are a team. They're they're actually one of the top leading uh, uh, in the paint scores in the league. So when you're going up against teams that have guys who have no problem getting into the paint. I think the Warriors can't just focus on shooting, shooting, shooting. That's great. But teams aren't going to sit there and just let Curry hit off threes. They're not going to sit there and let Klay Thompson hit off threes. When you're going against teams like, I'm going to give the Lakers as an example. The Lakers have one of the top defenses since the trade deadline, and I see it. They're going to put guys like Jared Vanderbilt to chase around Klay Thompson to get the ball out of his hands. They're going to switch him up a lot. Okay, The, the, the way they're going to switch him is going to be phenomenal. However... Anthony Davis, let's say Anthony Davis actually redeems himself in this playoff series and he plays... Because right now, I'm not really sold on him. However, if he plays aggressive and he redeems himself in this playoff series, then I can come back and I can say that he's a threat. Let's say Anthony Davis is playing aggressive. Who's going to stop AD? Like, that's... These are the questions that really bother me for, for, the, for the Warriors. They need to do something in the, in the, free, in, in the summer. They need to get themselves a big man who can guard that paint with his life because they had Andrew Wiggins. And I don't know why they got rid of Andrew Wiggins. He was an excellent fit for this team. And a playoff series like that, 
Not not Edge Wiggins. Um, Wiseman. Excuse me, James Wiseman. Mm. I don't know why they got rid of James Wiseman. See, I'll counter that. I think it's the loss of Nemanja Belica. Because he was a stretch big. Okay. He can rim protect okay. any shot the three as okay. well. Okay. That's what they're trying to do with Jermichael Green. I mean, because Wiseman was young. You had to give him a chance. Warriors yeah, but really why, dude, okay. the Warriors did give him a chance. He was god awful. Okay. Okay. He you was gave him horrible. like six, seven games. No, you did not. Okay. You gave him half of a season. Okay. He was terrible. Okay. He was kind of bad. He was bad. Okay, he was. No, honestly. He was bad. Okay, he was. He was. On the Pistons, he's good because, God, I mean. Because he he has the ball more, so he's able to perform. No, with the Warrior, they were were part of one of the worst stretches in basketball. I mean, they allowed 160 points. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think it's his fault. I just think that Steve Kerr wasn't using him correctly because, I mean, you see him at the Pistons. Also, another thing, too, Steve Kerr's never been center dominant. Yeah, that's true. Even if you do give him a great big. Is he gonna be able to utilize him? And that is a question. Utilization. And that's 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 gonna make this make or break this whole playoffs. It's gonna be up to the coaches. Same goes for my Lakers. Utilizing your pieces the right way. Not putting experimental rotations in a playoff game. Okay, you can't go small against the Grizzlies when they have Jared Jackson and Tilden cooking you in the paint. You just can't do that. I mean, listen, I don't mean to get back on the Lakers, but I'm just saying I'm just making from a coach perspective. Last night I watched Malik Beasley and Troy Brown run cardio. They did nothing. They ran cardio. They were running. They were running on a treadmill. You would think that they. You would think that they were running to the grocery store to get me starbursts. Okay. All right. That's all they were doing. They were running up and down the court from from the defensive to the offensive. Listen, it's gonna come down to coaching. I know that the Lakers in my I I have faith that the Lakers can get to the to, to the to the conference finals, but this series, in my opinion. I think is going to be a test for the Lakers. And I have to, as much as I'm upset at Darvin Ham, this is his first playoff series as a head coach. So to some extent, I give him that. But if they get out of this round and we're in the second round and you're doing the same stuff that you were doing in the first round, that's going to let me know, no, you can't do this. So hopefully he learns from this because this is his first playoff series. This is his first time as a head coach. So to an extent, I will give him that. But I will not give him any more further. You have to learn from your mistakes. You have to watch film. You have to see the game. You have to listen to your players and to your staff. And you have to know that certain rotations and certain guys just won't work at the same time. So this is going to come down to the coaching. Because you got great players on every single team. The West is wide open. Yeah, It's, it's the wide West. open. Yeah, it's, it's the, the wild, wild West. Heck, the, the Kings can beat the Warriors. And the, and the Lakers Dude, and get to the conference the finals. Yeah, you can see the Kings make a push to the finals. Listen, I can see Denver. You can see L.A., Memphis. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. But, it. Dude, but the only team I don't see coming out is Minnesota. Timberwolves. Timberwolves are going to get, get swapped. I feel like, like Anthony Edwards needs a few more years to become that guy. Because, like, you see, he can have I his like, off I feel nights. like Minnesota shot themselves in the foot. That Jerry Vanderbilt injury. Not even you that. They gave low. up. They gave Jerry, up so many damn Jerry picks McDam. and 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 pieces for Rudy Gobert. I mean, 
And you what? Mike Conley. Like. And, and, and what they get out of Rudy? Now, they're locked in a max contract for Rudy Gobert. And what they get? They got a seven-foot guy who's a soft as Charmin' ultra-soft toilet paper. Okay? And I mean, he, I watch I watch Rudy Gobert. Score. He can't score to save his mother. He's okay? Terrible. I've seen this guy play. This guy, this guy, this guy gets though. crossed up by point guards. Okay? I'm like, what do you do? What are you doing on the court, man? If I had a if I had a frame and a body like Rudy Gobert, I would be modern day Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I mean, this guy is a disappointment to mem- to Minnesota. In my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Cat get traded away. I would not be surprised oh, if Min- I would yeah. not be surprised if Minnesota just no, said, you yeah, know what? Because it's just like it's because countless time and time where Cat gets into foul trouble, this, or exactly. if not, or if not. He's just not aggressive. This He's team. not asking for the ball. He's playing perimeter yep. against Austin Reeves yep. or against Dennis Schroeder. Yep. You're asking for the ball at the three-point line. Bro, get, this get in the post. And, and not only that, this team is this team is way too young. First of all, they need experience because that they, we saw that in the play-in. I'm not going to lie to you. The Lakers, there was a, a stretch in the Lakers game in which the Lakers, first of all, I'm going to be 100% honest. In that play-in game, the Lakers didn't quote-unquote one win. Minnesota lost. And what I mean to say by that is because the Lakers actually played horrible in the second part of that game. And the only reason why they won was because Memphis missed shots, carelessly turned over the ball, and the Lakers capitalized off of that. And Anthony Edwards was terrible. And Anthony Edwards was terrible. So, to be 100% honest, they have guys who can score, but they got to blow it up. Cat cannot be in that situation. Anthony Edwards, listen... If Cat gets traded, Anthony Edwards is going to have a breakout season. I see it because I see it with every other young star. You give him the keys and you say, this is your team, he breaks out because Cat needs the ball in his hands. And that hurts Anthony Edwards' game because he can't get in a rhythm early in the game. He ends up shooting four for 16. I mean, I think Cat is going to get traded after... This playoff after they get swept because they're gonna get swept by Denver because they can't stop Jokic, they can't stop Jamal Murray, they can't stop Michael Porter Jr., they can't stop Javel McKee, they can't stop Aaron Gordon, they can't stop any of these brothers. So, Wild Wild West, we gotta see what's gonna happen. Wild West, uh, I think now it's time to move on to my favorite team, Philadelphia 76. It's a, it's a it's a sweep. This is a sweep. Um, I would like to say though, as the number one three point shooting team. Mm-hmm. That's where I would give the edge to the Sixers this year, going into round two against Boston, where Boston's a very streaky team. Now the thing is, I don't have them beating Boston simply because Boston has the Al Horford. I mean, I mean, I mean, Boston has a Joel Embiid stopper, and yeah, and Al Horford, he's a Joel Embiid stopper. The Time Lord is another body you can put on Embiid, and if you're able to shut down Kevin Durant's game, you're going to be able to shut down Joel Embiid and James Harden. Tobias Harris has had a phenomenal series. So did Tyrese Maxey. But they're not going to beat Tatum and Brown. Let's keep it real. They're going to get wiped by Boston. It might actually go to seven. My prediction is if it's in six, Boston wins. If it goes to seven. If it goes to seven games. I will say, game seven will be in TD Garden. So it might not be good for Philly. But it could also work for Philly with the pressure that they're going to feel. But, but I still have Boston winning that. But but, but then sorry, I I know she, he's good. Shane is middle next. But then it's up to uh, Doc Rivers. Can Doc Rivers handle that pressure? Like, me sure we know the coaching. 
but it's it's going to be up to Doc Rivers as well. Yeah, I mean, look, the Sixers, it's it's possible they could sweep. I mean, they play tonight, right? Tonight, yeah, yeah, I think you play Embiid for less minutes. I think you could risk, you don't want to risk him getting injured. Like, I think you have James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, uh, Melton. You have a lot of guys that can get you the dub. And you're not asking for Joel Embiid to play 40 minutes. Like, you can't have that. That's why Kawhi Leonard is sitting out. You play 40 minutes and 38 minutes, you sit out for the game. That, that's how basketball works. But Philly, I see Philly moving on, but you got to uh, have Embiid play less minutes. Harden and Maxey will be the best scoring options, but if they play Embiid for 40 minutes, he gets injured, then they have no chance against Boston. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, what I will say about Philly, uh, I mean, obviously I expect him to win this first round. Um, I mean, I, I can see the Nets potentially stealing one game in this series. Like, the Nets aren't a scrub. Like, the Nets have guys who play hard, who go out there, who give you productive minutes. I can see this game stealing a... I can see this team stealing a game. Obviously, I expect the 76ers to come out on top. If they get out of the first round, who, who would they go against? Boston. I mean... Dude, that Boston Listen, team. it's not even going to be about... It's not even going to be about Joel Embiid. It's going to be about James Harden. Yeah. They're going to stop Because Jalen Brown is going to go out there and Jalen Brown is going to play hard. Jason Tatum is going to go out there and Jason Tatum is going to play hard. It is a make or break season it's, for Boston if you think about it. Because Jalen Brown really... Because Jalen Brown is not going to... Resign with Boston next year. He he's gonna is. go. No, no, no. Let me explain. Because he can't get the most amount of money, so he's not gonna sign. They're not. He's not gonna sign an extension. He's gonna resign. Which is exactly why Boston got it. When you win this year, he's gonna sign for. He's gonna. He's gonna sign during free agency, but Look. he's gonna be a off the books free agent. Anyone can get him, and and if he breaks our all NBA team, he's probably gonna get a super max if you think about it. So Jalen Brown. So Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum probably have two more years together before the um, someone's gonna get traded. I look, look. I disagree with that. I mean, this team has been so productive that I can't sit up here and say that Jalen Brown will want to leave. Like, look how far they've come. Last year they were in the finals. Look, like they were in the finals. Look like, how they treat you Brown. You can't go any higher. What do you mean? Why would they? they but why would they break the, up? It's the fans. That's but it's that's, just Boston. But no, it's but no, but no, but no. But that's so stupid because you're breaking up your core. They are literally building the team around Tatum and Jalen Brown. Those are their two franchise players right now. Why would you trade away a guy like that and if, risk getting another guy who can't perform in that way? That's I, so stupid. I know, I know. But Brown, if Brown leaves on free agency, he wouldn't. He would not. Leave. How would you know? He's why been, would he leave? Why Brown, would he leave? There's a lot of reasons why people would leave in a team, even if they're in a great uh, in a great situation. It's just how things happen. No, 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 no. Because you know what I think is, bro. Like players on the Celtics, they understand their legacy, right? Tatum understands who he has to be. Brown understands under the Celtics, he has a potential to win two, three championships. He's not going to risk that just to be a number one option. And to be a star player. I don't think so, at least. And if he does, it'll be a big mistake. He's going to end up being Damian, uh, Damian Lillard all over again. But, you know, that's what I see. On the topic of Boston, 
I think it's all safe to say that this is an easy sweep for Boston um, against Atlanta. They just put up 70 points and a half against them. Atlanta Hawks has their new coach, Quinn Snyder. And it's 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 just looking really bad for Boston. I mean I mean I mean I mean for Atlanta. And then um, yeah, that's what I'm just looking at as a whole. Boston's obviously the better team. They're just gonna get prepared for the second round. The thing I like about Boston is they're able to rest their starters in this series because they don't need to play Tatum and Brown forty or even thirty minutes because. And they're they have, wiping them in the first half. And they have better coaching. I honestly think Boston... They have a conscience... I want to see Boston make the conference finals. But if if Boston makes the conference finals, what's going to happen to Philly? They're beating Milwaukee. Is the process over? process is not over, dude. It has been over. I think the process has died. And I think it, it got shot in 20, um, 2019. 2019 when Kawhi Leonard... No, it hit the dagger. 2019, when Kawhi Leonard hit the dagger, and 2021, when um they when Ben Simmons choked, when Ben Simmons choked. So the process is officially dead, and Joel Embiid is just gonna need to get traded. Is he gonna want to move after winning MVP? We won't know. He's their franchise guys, but if Philly, but if Joel Embiid wants to move, wants to leave, he can't. Who? What team would want to trade for him? An injury riddle, um, riddle center. Hasn't made it past the second round. Did you just say he's an injury-prone center? He is. Oh. Look how much games he plays a season. Let's get real. He gets play injured every a year. A lot of teams will want to trade for Joel. A lot of people are going to play trade for him, but in a playoff time, I don't want his body breaking down. He's not. He's not a playoff choker. He's not. He's not a choker, but like he just gets injured during the worst possible time. It could happen. I mean, well, last year they're in a very physical series against the Toronto Raptors. Which it's they the were same. No, no, no. The thing, no. How Joel Embiid got injured? They were up by like 20, 40. It was like 20, 40. Yeah, it was a Doc Rivers. Yeah, set. Doc Rivers was but being now, an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I think Doc Rivers understands that he can't do that. I don't think he understands. That man is hard headed. He doesn't change from his past mistakes. If you think about it, that's why he blew, he probably blowed the most three one leads or. And probably the whole NBA in history, if you think about it. Another team, you know, is the Denver Nuggets. No, oh, they're I, sweeping. They're, they're going to get it's a sweep. I hate talking about this team because I hate Nikola Jokic. But. Oh, you, um, Jamal, he dropped 40. It was a back and back fourth game with him and Anthony Edwards at the end of the year. So I wasn't really, I thought the series was over basically. I still think it's over. It's, it's, it's given it's four. Done. It's done. Yeah. Like there's some I'm ready I'm ready to see the Suns and Nuggets face each other. I wanna see KD. I wanna see what the um two time MVP can do the to um when his team is healthy. Fraudulent MVP, worst MVP of all time. That's uh, a, he's a Joel Embiid fan, so No Joel He's a fraudulent MVP. Doesn't do anything in the playoffs. He's lucky he's playing Minnesota because if he plays the LA Lakers Oh, if he played, I honestly think if he, if he plays the LA He Lakers, loses the first round again. So, let's not get it started. He hasn't gone out the second round. You want to talk Joel Embiid and get out the second round. At least Joel Embiid plays Boston he, every other year. I feel, no. You think about it. Jokic, the only thing he has on Embiid is he made it to the conference finals. Yeah. In, in the bubble, which he lost. The bubble, the bubble season was tough. In you can't even lie. Lost. It was tough. In which he lost. I mean, it's... In which he lost. To the Phoenix. Uh, do we have any series left? 
Oh, Kings and Warriors? Dude, we talked about the Kings and Warriors. I mean, look, the Warriors we didn't go in depth. need we... to step it up. I mean, it's just, you're you're playing at home. You need to win these two games. They're, these two they're games. way better at home, though. If you, you lose a game here. If you lose a game home, it's 3-0. Oh, it's, it's over. It's, it's over. You I go down, the you like go down 3-0 or 3-1. It's it's quite literally over. Only the, only the there's only one type of player that can come back three one, and he's not on the team. So, so. Curry came back three one. Oh uh, yeah, I he totally forgot about that. I totally forgot about so, that. So yeah. yeah, so the like Warriors can do it. Oh, they. I mean, possibly, but like, uh, it's gonna be a shot. You know, I want the beam to light. You know, you know a big like question that raises. You know a big question that raises is what. Is this Warriors team a repeat of what the Nets were last year? Where people are not counting them out because of who they have and because just, of who they are? They have playoff experience. The Nets Because if we're looking at it, if the Warriors lose game three, they are on the verge of getting swept. Yeah. But Absolutely they- swept. And that was the Nets last year. At least the Nets you knew they were gonna at least the Nets you knew that they were gonna get swept. After game two. Like, you knew that that series was over. But the Warriors, I mean, there's still a chance here. They don't have Draymond Green. Historically, if they don't have Draymond Green in the playoffs, they tend to lose the, the following games. So, this is a tricky series. The Warriors have to come out guns blazing today. And they have to they have to prove a statement to the Kings that, you know, you're not going to come in our building and run us over. It's just not going to happen. These are big games. Jordan Poole is going to be at home. He's going to prove to everyone why he is a man. No, you no, talk so highly of Poole. Like he's, Poole's a great... You guys don't, you guys don't see uh, what I see in Jordan I don't Poole. see... I Jordan don't, Poole is an amazing player. I know. I don't. He's an amazing scorer. He's not giving opportunity that Curry got. He, if you give him the same system Curry got, he's, he's looking at some really good. And lastly... The Heat and the Bucks. Oh, everyone knows it's Bucks and Five. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> it's Bucks okay, and Five. Okay. Uh, listen, no Giannis. It's Bucks and Five. Interesting okay. question. Okay. They're going into Dude, Miami. I'm not going to. Have you not seen what, the last game? They were up by like. The last game was terrible. The last game, they, they were up by. No, no. They, they were up by like. What is it called? In the they were corner? up by 33, and we bought the thing, and we bought the game within 10. Okay. Still lost. At least we scored 100 points. Nick didn't do that. <laughs> okay. Brooklyn, that's, that's not, that's you that's lost to Brook Lopez. This game is done. You lost to Brook Lopez. Brook yeah, Lopez is the best player on the court. Like, no disrespect, okay. but Brook Lopez is like a dinosaur. Like, not, I'm not even disrespecting you, but like, no, no. Like, Brook Lopez should not be the best player on the, on the Bucks. Losing to I Jimmy mean, Butler. Jimmy Butler, you guys, can, you guys were fighting the whole way back just to lose. Like that. Look, I mean, the Heat are coming Miami back. Are going home. And they're going to look. And they're going to look. We're going to look at Giannis. Giannis see if is he's so okay. questionable for, I think we play tomorrow or Saturday. You guys play tomorrow. 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 Look, Jimmy Butler, he needs to step it up. He played 30 minutes. Okay? We, were, we didn't want to play him 40 minutes because Jimmy Butler could get hurt. Bam Adebayo could get hurt. If one of those two get hurt, it's over. We already lost Tyler Hero. I mean, look, Sorry. you need to have Max Schuess, Duncan Robinson, Schuess. Gabe Vincent, <laughs> Kevin Love, who we acquired. You need them to step it up. I don't want to see Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo having the ball the entire time. Oh we have these pieces. That's Duncan me. Robinson can shoot threes. Vincent can shoot threes. Um, Struess can hit threes. So My biggest Kevin concern Love. for the Heat is I don't understand how you come from being the best three-point shooting team last year. To one of the worst. 
I think they you're worse than the Knicks at three point. I think I think hey, this is just this is embarrassing. I think they added a bunch of well people who can stretch the floor like Kevin Love and Max. And that hasn't worked out for. I them. mean, yeah. Duncan Robinson has been a failed experiment. Duncan He's Robinson, huge. bootleg clay, overpaid. Yeah, overpaid. Yeah, you paid him sixty mil, and he's not even in your rotation half the time. Okay, he was injured half the time, and who are we going to start him over? Dude, Kevin Love wasn't even in our starting rotation when we brought Dude, him over. Dude, he's overpaid. Caleb Everyone Martin. knows. That's another one. You got to try to you Caleb have or Cody Ka- I'm not even going to lie. Like, Caleb Those Martin. guys are scrubs, bro. They're scrubs right now. But I will thank Miami Heat for giving Philadelphia 76ers, P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker left. He left. It wasn't my, Miami didn't make him a qualifying offer. What, what do you exactly. want? Exactly. Thank you. He that shot over over like nineteen with against the Sixers. He maybe hit like one or two points. Like it's like what, well, what I else? Mean, I mean, listen. I rather take I rather take PJ Tucker, Cody Martin. Oh, <laughs> absolutely not. I'm taking I'm taking Martin over. And how PJ is Martin Tucker. at the four working out for? He's doing pretty good. He's averaging what fifteen points. Better <laughs> you than guys PJ are Tucker. a playing team. You guys are a playing team, and you guys are worse than the Knicks. At shooting three-point shots. Okay. And the Knicks are terrible at shooting. Because because they have guys by the name of Jericho Sims. Jericho Sims. Winning Grimes. R.J. Barrett. Okay. And Julius Randle. Taking three-point shots. Tyler Hero's mid. Bam Akabara. He's a better shooter than R.J. Barrett. I don't want to hear about Tyler mid. I don't want to hear about... Bam after bio. I mean, oh, what at is least he eight have points a in a playing game? Center. Yo, how do you let Clay Capella dominate you in a playing game like that? Let's not lie. Jimmy Bowler was atrocious. Oh, how hey, do you let he Darius didn't try in the play over like that? He oh, didn't oh, try oh, the I thought, first game. I thought Jalen Brunson was a top was he's in the top a, ten point guard. He schooled the Clavs. I'm this going. <laughs> Well, uh, that recaps who will be here next week, uh, hopefully uh, when some of the teams have already swept, and uh, we have more advancements in the series. The Suns are up 3-1. We come back Thursday. It's going to be round two. Yeah, it's going to be round two. Everyone's going to be in round two, so. We, I mean, some games change. might go to. Seven. Some games might go to game some seven. Series like the Clippers seven. and Suns, that's going that's, to game that's seven. Not, that's not going to seven anymore. That's not. Dude, dude, dude. After this two, there's going to be two, one. And, um. What well, dude, the, after Kawhi sitting out this game, Game Four is going to be a must-win for the Clippers, and if they lose that game, the they, only games that I can see they're going to go to Phoenix. Even if they win at home, you need you have to go back to mm-hmm. Phoenix. There's only going to be some games. Yeah, that's that, not. They have uh, next week Thursday. There's going to be the only games that are really going to be in Game Six, like. Only games going to be still happening or like probably Cleveland. Um, Cleveland and Knicks, that's going yeah. in five because you know Cavs in five. Knicks in five. Um, Lakers in five. Lakers and um, Grizzlies and that might that that series might go to seven. And um, Heat and Bucks. That. That's going to go to five or six. It's probably going to end around. Yeah, it's the second I mean, round. No, Giannis start. is going to be six probably or five. Well, I mean Giannis. I mean it's. It's debatable whether or not he wants to play. Depends how good Brook Lopez is. Yeah. If the Bucks win without Giannis, without Giannis, the Heat might have to re the Heat might have to rebuild. I'm not gonna hold you. No, the Heat have to rebuild. Jimmy Butler's too old. Jimmy Butler. It's no disrespect. He's a great franchise guy. You just but like, old and big. 
It's a no disrespect because you guys overhype him. No one's wants to face playoff Jimmy Butler in the playoff for playoff bro, Jimmy Butler. Bro, Jimmy is a different guy. Bro. He's a different no guy. No one wants to place. You want to talk about overhyping? You're overhyping Jalen Brunson. You you guys don't put the respect. You guys un, you guys are I would never respect Jalen Brunson. You see, we have him. He he's acting like a bonehead. Like like, what do you want me to say? You guys don't call him. I want, you to, I want you to admit. I want you to admit that Donovan Mitchell is better than the entire next team. Jalen Darius Garland is better than the entire next team. Jared Allen and Mobley are better than the entire next team. Isaac Okoro is a better three-point shooter. Isaac Okoro. He is a better three-point shooter than Star J. Isaac Okoro. Yes, is dropping six points a game, and he's shooting three better than R.J. Barrett. He takes he is shooting. He is shooting the three better than RJ. How much shots? How much shots? It'll matter. It'll matter. Last time I checked, last time I checked, last time I checked, every year RJ Bear is progressively getting worse. And this year, his defense got way worse. On top of that, he's shooting the ball worse. He's less efficient. What breakout game? What what game has RJ Barrett gave you 30 in this year? None. Last year, at least he gave 30 against the Lakers. That game, I was like, yo, RJ might actually be good. This year, come on, come on. RJ, RJ's terrible. As a guy I had in my fantasy team all year long, he's mm-hmm. negative point because he cannot make a three. He's turnover. No, no. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Cavs in five. End of debate. We're going to come back next Thursday. And I want you to the Stephen A. I'm having a really bad day. I'm having a really, really bad day. Because the team. You're gonna feel so bad after the Knicks lose <laughs> four straight after winning Game One. I, dude, I'm saying it right here because historically, bro, like, you guys, dude, when Knicks fans say the Cavs are not ready for what's gonna happen in Madison Square Garden in Game Three, I don't think the Knicks are ready for what's gonna happen in I Madison Square ready. Garden. I don't, I don't think you're ready for this. <laughs> oh, I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see the Knicks. Get blown out at home. Oh, trust me. I've been preparing for this day for a very long time. I, I have been preparing for this day for a very long time. Since, dude, since I've seen Trey Young, look, since I've seen Trey Young dominate in, in Madison Square Garden, pfft, it's a Donovan Mitchell's way better than Trey Young. You guys are not, you guys are not ready for that. Not at all. Not a chance. Not a chance. Darius Garden, Darius Garden's another one. He gave you 30. He gave you 30 in Madison Square Garden. You gave you 30 in Madison Square Garden. This is why Darius, I'm taking Darius Garland over Jalen Brunson any day of the week. Okay. He gave you 30 in Madison Square Garden. Dude, there is not a... You're just rambling. I'm not rambling. You are rambling for the last 10 minutes about Darius Garland. Darius Garland is okay, but not better than... Okay. You legit try to argue... better than your whole team. You try to argue with me about how Chris Paul is a top 10 point guard in the NBA today. What did I say, Chris Paul? Was a top ten no, points. Darius Garland, buddy. He said, "You said Chris Paul." Like in the last two days, we had an argument. You try to put Chris Paul. Stop lying. Chris what? Paul is not even a top ten point guard this year. No, Chris Paul is not a top ten point guard. Darius Garland, no. Go stat for stat, yes. stat for stat, yeah, and you stat for stat. What I'm seeing. Okay, what I'm seeing. What I'm seeing is you can't read stats. You can't. You don't have what basic I'm seeing knowledge. Is Garland games. This guy, dirty at home. Okay. And now Mitchell and <laughs> they um, both come in for thirty. They're they both come in for they're combining for at least sixty plus points, 60 maybe 60. even seventy plus points. Like they're, uh, they're those two are gonna go off. 
Don't be surprised if Mr. 71 drops you a good 60 piece at that man. <laughs> Mr. S- I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. No, man. I'll be scared if I'm Tobias Harris drops five points a game. All right. We got harder than the beat. You don't need Tobias Harris to drop Harden drops two points in the last playoff game and you didn't say nothing. Like, well, two because points? We don't, you don't need because James Harden to score. Two points? He is up. A bead, maxi. It's two points. It doesn't matter. Two points is and unacceptable. James Harden had a lot of assists. He had a lot of assists. Okay, too. two points is still unacceptable. Well, let's say we had maxi step up and Tobias. Anyways... That recaps this uh, NBA playoff segment of the podcast. Yeah. We'll be here next week, in which the Knicks will be eliminated. Knicks and the playoffs, fun. and the playoffs will be more advanced, and we're able to have conversations in which we're looking at teams potentially winning series instead of, well, this series is still pretty open. Until then, see you then.